Hello and welcome to the Tips and Its podcast with Sia and Pip. Hello. We are a podcast based in Glasgow where we talk about everything that is amazing, nitty and yarny and fabulous. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get a little bit tipsy along the way. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Hello. We are back from Edinburgh Yarn Festival. We are. Just. Just. It is a Sunday right after. Mm-hmm. We have had three amazing days. Yep. In Edinburgh Corn Exchange. I, yeah, like, (laughs) it was incredible. As you can tell, we're fluctuating between a little bit of hyperactiveness and still riding that train of Edinburgh Yarn Festival fabulousness and also being a little bit exhausted. Yeah, exhausted definitely is the right word, but it was amazing. Yeah, it's it's a good exhausted, it's not bad exhausted. Yeah, it's a good exhausted, so... You can expect a lot of fabulous chat. Oh, yes. We've got so much to tell you. We have so much to tell you. But first, there are a few things that we need to go through with you. Yes. So, both to our new and existing listeners, hello and welcome. We are thrilled you are spending time with us. Mm-hmm. This isn't one of our usual episodes, but hope you enjoy it. If you decide that you wish to go looking for us anywhere, there are a couple of places where you can now find us. Yeah. So, you, first of all, you can catch us on Instagram and Twitter as at Tipsy Knits. Yeah. And if you decide to head over to YouTube, Ooh. we are going to be over there as Tipsy Knits Podcast. We're still audio only, mm-hmm. so the videos will just have our logo. But a few people asked us to start putting things on YouTube because that's their preferred platform for finding nitty related things. So we decided we'd pop our stuff up on there. Our entire back catalogue is up there. And uh, yeah, we're going to be uploading there from now on as well. So it's just another way for people to to have a chance to listen to us. And who are we to deny our audiences? (laughs) Our potential (laughs) audiences. But as Pip said, just audio. So you are not going to see our faces. Mm -hmm. Unless you go over to Instagram, then you'll see our faces quite a bit. And as always, the show notes are available at the blog which is tipsynitspodcast.wordpress.com. So, that's the business side of things over. Mm-hmm. On to the fun stuff. Pip, what are we drinking? We are drinking a, a lovely blended whiskey called Sheep Dip. Mm-hmm. The lovely Grenache creations. Kirsty. Lovely Kirsty. Yeah. Was up on holiday recently in the Highlands, mm-hmm. and she thought she'd pick us up some whiskey to try on the podcast Mm -hmm. and it's very thematically appropriate oh yes with a name like sheep dip yes she also very kindly picked us up some holy grass scottish vodka as well as we're both a little bit on the tired side we're only going to go with the sheep dip today yes i think mixing whiskey and vodka even on one of our good days is probably not a great idea probably not so the vodka will be on another day but thank you very much kirsty She's lovely. You can actually find her on YouTube Mm -hmm. as the uh, Grenade Creations podcast. And that is G-R-I-A-N-A-I-G. Creations. Yes. Which is a lovely Gaelic word. Mm -hmm. For Greenock, I believe. Yes. Yes. So definitely check Kirsty out. And, well, cheers to both Kirsty and the rest of you guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's give this a shot. Literally. (laughs) Well, that's very nice. Well, if my sinuses weren't clear before, they are now. Mm. <laughs> that is nice, though. Oh, that's strong. Yeah, you do get that whiskey burn. Forty oh. percent, I think it says on the label is, there. Yeah, it says forty percent. Yeah, I can feel that forty percent. Yeah, that's very warming. 
Which is appropriate considering it's snowing in Glasgow again. again. But that's nice. I like that. It is is very strong. <laughs> you guys can't see the faces that see us pulling right now, but it's entertaining. I considered myself the seasoned drinker of the pair of us. Of the two of us, I'm the one most likely to be cheerfully necking back wine, having a cheeky wee gin when I probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh my goodness, oh my stars. I can feel that. <laughs> I think I definitely handle whiskey a little bit better than you do. You're Irish. So, are you trying to say something? I'm just saying that, like, you know, Ireland is known for whiskey. You've got bush mills and things, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas Yorkshire, as far as I'm aware... Does not have any... I don't think we're big on the whiskey. Like, you know, mm. we've got breweries and things. We've got, like, John Smith's and things like that. I think we're more beer and lager. Mm. Though I could be making horrible sweeping generalisations. Oh, and rhubarb gin. Yeah. Because I'm from the rhubarb triangle, for those of you that don't know. Genuinely a thing. But that's perhaps the thing for another episode. <laughs> Just Google Wakefield, it'll be fine. I'd so. say on an, on the ne- on the, the next sip... It's less powerful. Tell you what, though, that's going to kill whatever bug has been sitting in the back of our throat since oh, yes. since uh, Thursday. Because, you know, when you get a lot of people from all around the world together in one space, you don't tend to come out of that feeling necessarily 100% healthy. So which, whatever's giving us our sore throats is sure to be dead. Oh, yeah. I like this. It's good. <laughs> Sheep dip, an appropriate name. That strong. Thank you, Kirsty. Thank you so much. I think I'm going to be staggering home after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you warm through the snow. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, with our continuation of usual podcast stuff, Pip, what have you got on the needles? I currently have a scraps wrap, is what I'm calling it. It's mm-hmm. basically using all of my four ply scraps. And it is the hibisk pattern, where every time it tells you to change to a new colour, mm-hmm. I just pick a random scraps ball out from my project bag, and it is crazy, but mm. it's going to be super warm. It's just simple garter stitch, so it's perfect at the moment because I'm still having trouble with my wrist. Oof. So I can pick it up and put it down. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. There's no purling involved. I don't have to worry about it. So it just gives me something I can do with my... RSI. Yeah, it's good. I'm definitely feeling the itch to cast something else on. I've definitely got the. My commitment issues are over. I want to knit all the time. I just can't at the moment. That's because you have some stash post DYF that you want on your needles. And also, it was just super inspiring to see people and so many different things. But more on that later in the episode. Yeah. So I've got my scraps wrap, Mm -hmm. Hipisk. It's going to live in my locker at work. Yep. And it's because my office is ridiculously cold. Reasonable. What about yourself? I have nothing on the needles. Well, get you. Apart from the pre-existing whips from previous episodes, which... Are hibernating and don't matter. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that's hibernating doesn't count. Exactly. It's not actively on the needles. Yes. It's lost. I will probably be retrieving needles from some of them slightly. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So... That's terms, pretty good. Yeah, in terms of off the needles, however, what have you got? I ha- did manage to make myself a pair of Lindgren mitts. Yep. Except I made them without a thumb cover mm-hmm. thing, a thumb top. And I also made them flap top, so yep. I made them fingerless, so you can kind of flap yep. 
the top bit of the mm. mitten on and off. It was my very first time doing that. I never done it before. Never even made a normal like design for that pattern. So there's some other. I think I I could have done it better. There's not enough of an overlap, so they don't necessarily cross over fantastically. So next time I'll put an extra half inch at least of length yeah. on the flap. But they came at perfect timing because I think the day that they finished, I finished them was the first snow day we had here up here in Glasgow where we had knee deep snow there was no public transport mm. or anything the beast from the east hit us quite severely it was literally knee deep it was so funny we went to the park across the road mm-hmm. and Sam went to go sledding and he put the, the thing down and yeah. he went to jump on it and he just sunk instead because it was so deep <laughs> I wish I'd caught it on video because it was hysterically funny is so, Sam going to appreciate you telling our listeners that? Yes. He is. So, yeah, I finished those at an appropriate time. It was nice to get something yeah. done. They are good, though. Like I'm, I'm holding one of them right here. I've had yeah. them very handy on the table next to me, so I've just been sat here admiring it. I think that's good. It's okay. Yeah, and you've got the colour work pattern in and stuff. And yeah, like, but you've got the wee buttons. It looks if so I cute. put it on, you can see mm. that when I close it, there's just not... Oh, okay. It just doesn't overlap fantastically, so I need an extra, probably an extra inch. I should have started it a little bit further down and sewn it on a little bit further down. But, I mean, they work as intended. I can still use my phone while I'm wearing them. But I learned a lot of things, and it's always good to learn things. And it means that the next time, I will have a better understanding of what I'm doing. And it's great. But you've put a button on the palm, so you could always put a wee bit of elastic on that side as well. So that's what I've done. It's just it's fallen off. It's fallen Ah. out of this one. Um, which will keep it somewhat closed, but there's still a bit yeah. of a gap. But it's they're warm enough. They'll do. And hopefully, after this weekend, this will be the last of the snow. Please. Seriously, we are so over this. My supermarket only just got back to normal. Ugh. I don't need this again. It wouldn't be. Yeah, those of you that aren't in the UK, we don't really get a lot of snow. So when we do our entire country, well, I say our entire country, all of the country shut down, basically. It's not even just that it was, oh, we got a bit of snow. We had the worst snowfall we've ever seen for 55 years. We got knee-deep snow overnight. Yeah, it was crazy. And at first it was quite cool because, you know, it was pretty, it was exciting, and, you know, everyone's got a snow day, you don't have to be at work, it's awesome. As it wore on. As it wore on, it was ridiculous. No bread. No milk, no milk in the shops, no fresh mm-hmm. produce in the shops, yeah. no nothing left in the freezers because everyone went and panic bought. Whereas if they just bought what they need as they yeah. as they went, then there wouldn't have been a problem. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Yeah, I finished the mittens mm-hmm. in time to yes. throw snowballs at Sam, and that was good. There you go. How about yourself, Sia? So, despite saying that I wasn't gonna, I don't like knitting the same thing twice. I made a second find your face shell which I've got here with me right now because it's huge and warm and perfect for this weather. And beautiful. I thank you. So I knit this using mostly Canadian yarns. Mm-hmm. So a couple of episodes ago I mentioned that I got the Koigu Canada 150 mm-hmm. special yarns. So those are the first two colours that I used and I very much recommend their Painter's Palette Merino. It knits up beautifully. It is really soft and bouncy and it is it makes you lovely lace and garter stitch so 100% recommend that even this unblocked lace is really yeah. nice yeah so this is unblocked at the moment and sorry i just told everyone it's all right <laughs> so it's unblocked at the moment 
and it is currently the same size as the fade that I made this time last year since it's been blocked so it's gonna be huge it's gonna be a blanket so the next yarn that I used was the Julie Asselin Fino yarn so it's the merino cashmere silk base which is oh. have a wee squish of that it is oh. so I have never used this before and it is so soft and it doesn't pill the way that cashmere blend yarns do mm -hmm. so I definitely got to get me more of that that's amazing I need some then after that I moved into some cosmic strings lovely so I had some well I had some I I've still got plenty of the sock blend yarn that I wore at Christmas mm -hmm. in the grit colorway so then I used that then I moved back into my Canadian yarn so I've got some of the fleece maiden again Canada 150 yarn and that's merino single and this is in the Quebec inspired colorway so it's nice grays and pinks and reds and then to finish it off I used 90 grams this one stripe it's huge Whoa. 90 grams of the cosmic string sock blend in their Perth festival of yarn 2017 colorway nice and again oh, oh my goodness it was so lovely to knit and it took me a month because i didn't really follow the pattern strictly as much as i did the first time mm -hmm. so i kept increasing a couple of extra rows more than i should have mm -hmm. so it took a lot longer and used a lot more yarn but that's not a bad thing though it basically used up everything that i've mentioned which is fantastic and it's huge and cozy it would have been nice if I'd finished it for when the Beast from the East hit. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, I love it. It is one of my favourite things, and I'm going to get so much wear out of it when winter hits again later this year. Yes. So, that's by Dre Renee Knits, by the way. And if you haven't knit one, I do recommend it. It's a good pan. You don't even have to follow the fade, but you could do it all in one colour or something if you wanted. Yeah. Like, it's really easily customisable. So. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 would potentially end up knitting again. <laughs> <laughs> So, before we go into our EYS stuff and tell you about all of our stash acquisition things, we should probably tell you guys about something we're going to give to you. Yeah. So, if you remember last episode, we started our Love Tips and Its giveaway. Mm -hmm. And that was so that you could win a skein of Rusty Ferret yarns in the doll base. Lovely. The, is it the dark below? Deep below? The dark below. In the dark below colourway. And a copy of KM Bedigan's A Love Like Salt North collection lovely so we asked you guys to tell us your favorite yarn design and finished object mm -hmm. and we were running that giveaway over in our rav thread yeah. as well as on instagram and we had a couple of entries and we got to see some fantastic designers recommended to us some that we hadn't come across before mm -hmm. some who we very much admire ourselves mm -hmm. and see some really cool finished objects too yes so we put every single one of you into a random number generator mm-hmm and we are very happy to announce that our winner is Camper Jojo. Yes. So she told us that her favourite yarn was the West Yorkshire Spinners Signature 4-ply. Mm -hmm. She told us that her favourite designer was Helen Kurtz. And that her favourite pattern was Head Over Heel Socks by Helen Kurtz. Mm -hmm. And she posted a picture of said socks. Mm -hmm. And I think they're her first ever pair of socks too. Yes. They look very nice, lovely colours. Which means that she'll be able to knit some socks yep. from the Love Like Salt. Yep, so there's the Salica socks mm -hmm. in there. And the yarn that we're giving you, the Rusty Ferret doll, 
is actually the yarn used to make those socks as well. So yes, that's you set up Camper Jojo for your next pair of socks potentially. So send us a message on Ravelry and we'll get that sent out to you. Yep, specifically message Pip as yes. Pip is our postmistress extraordinaire. Haha, I should get a hat for that. Yep. So yep, please drop Pip a line ASAP mm-hmm. and we'll get those right out to you. One thing we would say in terms of a giveaway is mm-hmm. if we do ask you to use a hashtag or something like that, just make sure your profile's not on private because we won't be able to see it. Yes. So that's so. specifically on Instagram and potentially Twitter if we go over onto Twitter. Yes. Yes. Yeah, make sure it's public. So we can see it and that gives you a chance. Yes. And also so we can share in the awesomeness. Yes. So moving on from yes. that. So... We did have some pre-EYF stash acquisition. We did. But there are good reasons behind it. Yes. Not that we feel guilty, because we do not feel guilty about stash acquisition here at Tipsy Knits. No, we do not. People who shame you for your stash can... Walk away. Yes. You can get out and shut the front door behind you, please. And thank Sashay you. away. <laughs> I got Pip onto the drag race. He. She's now a walking list of quotes from yep. that show. I'm so proud. So, stash, Pip. So... What you got? The lovely Isla from Brit Yarn is shutting up shop at the end of the month, which is mm-hmm. very sad, but she's on to new and exciting adventures. Yep. So she is running a closing down sale where if you use the code this is not goodbye, all in caps, all one word, on the desktop version of the website, yes. not the phone version, but the desktop version of the website, you can get twenty percent off your order. So very I picked generous. up some Jameson's and Shetland Heritage to make the Elska hat by Isolde. So I picked up the stuff to make the blue one. Okay. And I also picked up some Romney wool for the next round of wool exploration swatches from mm-hmm. Knit British. And I'm looking forward to casting on the hat because it's pretty. Yes. And from Blacker Yarns I picked up a skein of brushwork because it was on sale and I kind of wanted to know what all the fuss was about yeah. I don't know why but it never really grabbed me at, at the beginning Yeah. and then I got my skein through of there we're almost out so it's on sale sale Yeah. and it's amazing and beautiful and wonderful uh, and soft and I'm really sad that I didn't buy it at the beginning because I have seen some cardigans made in it and it's glorious and sadness but I'm probably going to make a hat or something yeah. with that. I had thought if it had arrived on time, I might have put another thing into the Blacker Podcal, oh, yeah. but it just, I did, my wrist was not, not up for that. So it'll probably become a hat or something in future, mm-hmm. future times, or maybe like a wee pair of mitts or something. Yeah. Well, so that was my mm-hmm. pre-EYF stash acquisition. Yeah. What also, about yourself? on the subject of Blacker Podcal, at least you actually had enough yarn to finish your object. Uh, yes. Muggins here, right guys? cast on a hat in the remainder of her Cornish tin, and this is the original Cornish tin mind, got halfway through it ran out of yarn ouch to me, so yeah, oops (laughs) oh dear oh well, I know for next year that I just need to basically do something (laughs) do something more than just assume that I've got enough in my stash I mean I thought I did but oh well I basically extended the lace pattern a little bit too much. But, mm-hmm. you know, live and learn. We do, we do, we live and yeah. learn. Anyway, in terms of my pre-EYF stash acquisition, turns out I'm on a bit of a winning streak still at the moment. So I have been taking part in pom-pom quarterly 
slash pom-pom presses um, Knitting Outside the Box Cal, mm-hmm. which is for the, the book that they did with Bristol Ivy, mm-hmm. which is amazing, by the way. You guys should totally check it out if you haven't already. Some beautiful patterns in there. And I managed to finish my Vislawa Cowl and the Karshal, mm-hmm. mentioned last episode. And I won for this quarter. Nice. So I got sent a lovely Bar Ramu tote bag with five skeins of the Dovestone DK yarn mm-hmm. and a bottle of their woolly wash. Nice. And it arrived just in time for my birthday. Woo-hoo. So it was like a birthday present as well, which is amazing. And I'm not sure what I'm going to do with those yet. The yarn can be used for the... I think it's the Shaman Shrug? Mm-hmm. It can be used for one of the patterns in the book anyway, so I'll probably make one of those. Yeah. Um, so that was probably cool. And then, because it was my birthday, I treated myself... Well, I say I treated myself. My parents <laughs> very kindly got me some Tia Marino yarn from Countess of Blaze. Oh, lovely. Now, for those of you that perhaps aren't aware, the amazing Shiny Bees is back. Yeah. We love you, Joe. So glad you're back. And you can hear the Countess talking about these specific yarns that I bought with Joe and the story behind them. We're not going to rehash it here. Yeah. Um, I think it's better if you hear it from the Countess herself. But the TLDR Too Long Didn't Read version is that these uh, colorways that she did, um, SH blank T, T, and if I want um, exposure, I'll get my tits out. <laughs> I'm not saying the swear words that we don't have to worry about explicit ratings. <laughs> um, those two colourways were inspired by some experiences that the Countess had recently with another business. Mm-hmm. And some of the money from the schemes was going to Women's Aid. Yes. And, well, as a massive feminist, I couldn't not. Of course. So my parents very kindly bought me those for my birthday. And best parents. They are the best parents. And it is the best yarn, and I have it in my bag with me, so after we've recorded, I'm going to steal Pip's yarn winder. <laughs> Woohoo! So, expect me talking about those being in a project very soon. Yes. And that's what I got pre-EYF. Yes. So, on to the chat that you guys have probably been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And that some of you listening are actually probably featured in. Yes. Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Yes. We had the best time. The best time. It this year it was three days mm-hmm. or rather the marketplace was three days yes there were also fringe events including big knit night on Thursday the Kaylee on the Friday night mm-hmm. and what the meet the shepherdess event which is happening today yes which is the Sunday which is the Sunday today is Sunday and oh my goodness it was amazing yeah I kind of struggle almost to talk about it because it was just it was so overwhelming it was amazing so oh. the Thursday was limited release tickets yes so if you didn't have a ticket you were not getting in no tickets on the door whereas the friday and the saturday there were also tickets on the door general admission and the venue had been extended Mm -hmm. they added a marquee at the back with seats for 500 people what that meant Mm -hmm. is that it never felt massively overcrowded Mm -hmm. it never felt manic Mm -hmm. it never felt claustrophobic yeah because the year before a few people had said it was just too it was just too much too much yeah so the addition of the marquee and the additional seating basically just meant it was at the perfect level mm-hmm. of att- of people pretty much the entire event yeah and 
it also meant that if you were sitting talking to your friends you could sit and talk to your friends because it was quieter yes. in terms of noise levels you weren't mm-hmm. having to try and go oh my gosh I'm gonna have to sit on the floor we can't need to get space together uh-huh. and it also meant that the podcast lounge was able to take up a little bit more space yes and that was obviously sponsored by Black Yarns and um, featured the lovely guest Scarth and mm-hmm. and it was awesome it was the, amazing the podcast lounge was Amazing! It was easily my favourite part of the entire event. Oh, it was event. brilliant. We were so fortunate and lucky, and we are so grateful to have been invited as part of the podcast lounge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so thank you very much to Joe, Mika, and Louise mm-hmm. for allowing us that privilege. <laughs> it was really, really nice. Like I listened or watched yes. every single person on that list. Yeah, it was we a task. Did. We both did. I had to plan it and sit down, but I watched or listened mm. to at least one episode. Some yeah. of them I have been watching and listening yes. for years already. Yeah. And it was so, mm-hmm. so nice to meet everyone. Yes. It was nice to chat to everyone. Mm-hmm. We had a bit of a badge swap going on. So on the Thursday yes, when we were all there, we were all swapping badges. And we've got a lovely collection now. Yes. It was great. Yes take pictures with people swap stories yeah so if you follow us on instagram or about to expect lots and lots of selfies with people yeah lots of pictures that's great and yeah it was just nice to certainly in the run-up take sort of like a bit of time every evening and say okay so who am i going to listen to tonight yes that was quite cool and it was great to discover podcasters that we've not met before as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. and obviously having a mix of audio and youtube podcasters i think was quite cool yeah so you get a nice blend and like everyone's got different styles of doing things mm-hmm. so having that sort of mix in the podcast lounge too i think that made a really cool atmosphere as well yeah it really did and it was just it was just this atmosphere of happiness and this yeah. this really this it was just buzzing and i was like oh my goodness it's you it's really nice yeah. to meet you and, oh we've been talking for a bit and it was just really 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 nice to have a chance to interact with people that maybe you've spoken to online or that too you're just a a watcher or a listener and you're just kind Mm -hmm. of lurking and yeah it was the the podcast orange was just so great this year it was absolutely buzzing Mm -hmm. and i think the energy levels were absolutely perfect it Mm -hmm. was never so it was never frenzied and I don't think there was ever a low point either mm-hmm. you know there was always constantly people there mm-hmm. you know milling about and chatting and things which was lovely and not even to men- not even just the podcasters themselves it was so nice to meet listeners yeah we met so many lovely people who came yeah. up and said that they listened to us and hello hello to Thank you. you it was so lovely to be able to finally meet you yes and we wouldn't be doing this without you exactly. <laughs> obviously because otherwise we'd just be two crazy people talking to ourselves yeah that is very true <laughs> i mean we do that anyway in the comfort of our own individual homes yes but, but meeting you guys yeah. was really nice because it confirmed to us that we aren't just two crazy people talking to ourselves yeah. and putting it on the internet so <laughs> it was just lovely yeah. to to meet you guys yeah. and i just oh. i just have this big smile on my face every time yeah. i think about this weekend and i woke up this morning and although i was like thank god i'm not on a train this morning yeah like i woke up and my heart just felt so full yeah i think i just said to sam because he came in he's he's heading to work today and he came in to say goodbye and i just turned to him i was like my heart is full of rainbows (laughs) (laughs) all right disney (laughs) disney yeah Yeah. nah i mean for me you guys made getting up super early 
I mean, I'm a morning person, but getting up extra early and getting on a train in the freezing cold, worth it. I have never been happier to do that. And it's been really lovely just every now and again, obviously, although it was only a couple of days ago, or in the case of yesterday, yesterday, you know, having little snippets of things pop into my head, you know, bits of conversation, Mm -hmm. or I'll be scrolling through Instagram and I'll see someone's face, but oh my goodness, yes! Yes, it's you. Yeah, and oh, it's just it's just so lovely. Mhm. Mhm. And I mean, I'm a lit student, and we're known for being quite wordy and having lots of words to hand and things like that. But I'm just speechless right now. Yeah, I've forgotten many, many words, and I just I can't begin to express how grateful I am to all of you. This truly was the best experience for us today, and it was just amazing. And thank you so much for making it that for us. Yeah, I've never really experienced anything like it by the end of the weekend i felt like all these people that i've met Mm. were like just my closest friends and saying goodbye to them all on saturday (sighs) was hard i mean i was i it it felt like a tug i was like i don't want to say goodbye to my new best friend i know however Mm -hmm. we have modern technology now which makes life so much easier thank goodness I don't know how we would do this without social media. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so much easier to stay in contact with you all and talk to you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're able to go away and say we have so many new friends yeah. is fantastic. And to have also been able to spend time with people that we perhaps haven't had as much time with in the past as well, we've been able to, like, you know, kind of really get to know each other, which is amazing as yeah. well. I'm aware I'm saying words like amazing and awesome, which some listeners don't quite like, but. there's no other way to describe it i mean it's like it was just this experience that you can't really put into words and i came away feeling like i I was so much closer to a lot of people and when you're spending we essentially spent three days essentially just all bonding (laughs) yeah just bonding and like not just over yarn but you end up in conversations if maybe one of us was like i'm just a little bit overwhelmed Mm -hmm. right now and you ended up in conversations about that and it was just it was just so supportive and wonderful and everyone was there for the same reasons and then you were seeing people who'd not who had maybe known someone for years and they were finally meeting in real life and you see them go oh my god and you'd be like i love this i think the main thing is like every year we've been we've come away and said these are our people this is our community and we're we feel part of it and we're so glad to be part of it yeah but i feel like this year we're so we're really really part of it mm-hmm. you know i feel we can put a lot more faces and mm-hmm. things to that and i'm not even expressing this how i want to the extra day we, we just yeah the extra day gave you a chance to really get to know someone it gave you a chance to slow down so you weren't like mm. I need to be in the marketplace otherwise I'm going to miss yeah. it there was more space and there was yeah. quiet so you could talk to people like it really gave you a chance to make a connection this year yeah I think that's the key thing a lot of people I spoke to certainly said that they felt everything was quite calm mm-hmm. and obviously there was still like you know the energy and the buzz about it but it was more laid back so as you say there was no rushing to do anything I don't think anyone at any point ever said to me, oh, I feel like I missed out on this. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no FOMO from within the marketplace, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. And having, as you say, having the three days, it meant that if we didn't catch a podcaster or we didn't catch another listener or someone else on one specific day, there was still a chance for us to catch them later. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I wasn't there on the Friday, unfortunately, because of my stupid work. Mm-hmm. It meant that I couldn't come. But, you know... I then got to catch up with people on the fr- on the Saturday, mm-hmm. you know. So 
and then there was a time when you were in the class as well but because you were there on the friday i'd had a chance yeah, to speak to so, people and yeah so it was it was fantastic it was just yeah it was amazing it was the best one to date like, yeah it just... and yeah <sighs> we had a cracking time hanging out with louise scully mm-hmm. had an amazing time with louise hunt yep and I think we're now moving from Hunts 8 to Hunts EYF. <laughs> we we have um, expanded our ambitions. And my Nitty Mojo is back, so my stash is no longer in distress. So yeah. you don't need to rescue it anymore. But if you want in on a madcap Hunts EYF stash heist of some kind, give Louise and I a shout. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. We got you. Yeah, and it's impossible to list all the people that we spoke to. Oh. Like, you'd you'd be you'd be here for hours and remember like, oh, you'd I missed that person. Hours. I missed that person. So we just yeah loved everyone. We loved everyone. It was great getting to sit and chat with Hannah from the Corner of Craft. Mm-hmm. We bonded over D and D and Critical Role, which was amazing. And Selma from Selma's Selma, yeah, from Selma's Nits, and just oh, she's oh. so lovely. She you is. are lovely, Selma. <laughs> And, and I got to go meet Melissa and Lisa from Espastri Co. Yes. And, oh my God, they were so, so lovely. And mm-hmm. they gave me goodies for myself and Pip, which was really sweet because Pip wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And they coped with me fangirling at them and being like, oh my God, my boyfriend's from Montreal. He's from Kirkland. <laughs> I've been to your shop. And <laughs> Quite like, well. <laughs> Tracy from the Grocery Girls was there and she was just yes. so lovely. And... Oh, just everyone. Katie Lavelli was there, so I managed mm-hmm. to grab a very you quick did. chat with her. I spoke to Grace from Bubbles Travelling Yarns, mm-hmm. who's Grace. lovely. I had a very brief conversation with Ellie from Skin Deer. Yeah, we I had... caught up with Patricia from Nitography. Oh, she's so lovely. Patricia is such a sweetheart. You should go check out we her, love her podcast. podcast. So lovely, and her Selbu mitten blockers are just oh, they delightful. Are Who else did we see? We spoke to Kristen from Yarngasm yes briefly she's so lovely so so sweet and just the whole thing was just lovely and obviously we had some of our other local podcasters Mm -hmm. as well so we got to kick back with Rosie from Pixel Atlantis and Kirsty of course we went from Greenwich Creations yeah we got to meet Carola Mm -hmm. who is just lovely 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 I think she's otherworldly yarns yes and Victoria mm-hmm. spent a lot of time with her over in the podcast lounge. We got to kick back with Aileen, Little Bush Baby. Yes. And we spoke to Nathan Taylor. Oh, I spoke to Nathan Taylor you on the did, Friday yes. when he popped into the podcast lounge in between his manic sh- uh, teaching schedule. And you had a class with him. I did have a class with him. Which was? Shaping the future of double knitting. Which is, it's a pun, you see? Yeah. You, you yeah, get it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very exciting. Yeah. I, can, I can shape things in double knitting now. I can do increases and mm-hmm. decreases. I can do yarn overs two different ways. Mm-hmm. Very swanky. I can do short rows. Oh, my sis. Oh, my goodness. It was a very good class. Nathan mm-hmm. is a phenomenal teacher and he's absolutely lovely so if you are at all interested in double knitting or want to improve your double knitting skills look for a double knitting class from nathan taylor Mm -hmm. because he is just he is the god of double knitting yeah he is your man for that he is the man for that we also managed to make it to the knit night on thursday the big knit night yep that was 
amazing 500 knitters there were so many of us it was it was so cool and we were on a table with hannah and kirsty and aileen corolla and some portuguese ladies which was really cool because they were doing portuguese style knitting Mm -hmm. and they noticed that corolla was making a sock and i think we turned away for two minutes turned back and they'd sat and they'd got corolla's yarn around her neck like so that she could do the tensioning that way and stuff yeah they taught her how to they taught her how to do portuguese knitting which is just really cool and that was her she was that was it for the entire for the entire weekend like as soon as they taught her that like the the friday and the saturday anytime you saw her knitting she was portuguese knitting yeah so obviously i wasn't there the friday but i rocked up the saturday and as soon as i saw carol she had her sock out sock out and she's knitting it that way and i'm like okay so that's taken then yes (laughs) need to try that good old cultural exchange going on yeah speaking on the skills thing i didn't attend any classes but i got the train back Mm-hmm. on saturday with heather lovely heather but also fantastic carrie westman and her lovely partner dave mm-hmm. and i mentioned in passing that i don't know how to pill continental style mm-hmm. at which point Kara's like well someone could teach you and in two minutes she taught me how to do it yes which was amazing <laughs> um admittedly i was absolutely shattered so Carrie would say like okay so you put the yarn here and i'd be like okay you put it here then she'd be like no no that's the wrong way see ya <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have another go at that but it's so easy mm-hmm. or tired me thinks it's easy so I imagine actually wide awake me would probably be okay with it Yeah. so I came away with that from the weekend which is quite cool yeah I just every time I want, I try to talk about it I just get this big smile yeah, on my face and I'm just like it was just unlike anything else yeah. and I since I got back yesterday well since I got back on Thursday night actually I've been telling Phil constantly about it mm-hmm. and I keep saying to him like oh my god I need to shut up I'm so sorry and he's like no no tell me more tell me more and yeah I've just got so much more to tell him which is great I know and like just there was just so many people like I got to meet the lovely Erica Eccles well, and Eve Hecky Thump Hecky Thump and Eva was there yeah we saw and... Eva and we chilled out with Cosmic Strings for a bit yeah and, and... Oh, it's great. And we should, we should tell you about the marketplace. We've not yeah. told you about the marketplace. Oh, my goodness. See, so, that's the thing. Like, yeah. it was just so, so much about the people. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, there was yarn there, too. <laughs> so the marketplace got restructured a bit. Mm-hmm. So where there were stalls previous years, constantly along the back wall and the wall on the far left, mm-hmm. they'd been moved elsewhere. Yeah. There were a couple more stalls in the main hall. And then Isolde had an entire room to herself. So yes. It was almost like she had a midi yarn stall, which was super cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah the layout was so much better so there was a lot more room for mobility and things mm-hmm. and as pip said earlier you know you never felt like people were elbowing you there was always mm-hmm. space so there were people that you know were moving a lot. there was a lot more like free-flowing traffic and things there was a lot less crush yeah and there was always co- there was always room at the stalls which i think yeah. worked really well mm-hmm. and oh the names that were there oh we we did a lot we, we met lots of new people we did um, we couldn't go cool. through them all. I mean, the list was, the list is online. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you guys can see You that. guys can have yeah. a look if you want to have a look. But oh. well, we can tell you about our stash acquisitions. We can. So in terms of my stash, mm-hmm. I was a bit more subdued than in previous years. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned on the blog, Pip is the one who plans, and I'm a little bit more chaotic mm-hmm. <laughs> in a lot of things. Yeah. And I didn't go in with a list. I saw a couple of things online and I'd messaged Pip the night before on Wednesday night saying, oh, this is quite cool. I wouldn't mind maybe seeing what this is like. I don't necessarily desperately need it. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, if I can get hold of it, that'd be nice. So I spent a fair bit of time on Stephen and Penelope stall. Yeah. Which was cool. And I walked away with two skeins of Ushitita Merino Singles Yarn, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited to have a go with because I've seen it online a lot mm-hmm. and it's super cool. What else did I get? So after that, I picked up some La Bien-Aimé Merino Singles Yarn as well. Lovely. Just the one skein. It's in a nice sort of like papery rosy pale pink sandy colour which is quite nice mm-hmm. and apparently I was in a massive merino singles mode the entire time because <laughs> after that I also picked up some house of Allah mode house fingering single four ply okay. which again is another merino singles base mm-hmm. and then I acquired some townhouse yarns fade street four ply which is a beautiful blend of 70% merino 30% silk um, and that and the House of Alamode yarn was from the a yarn story stand. So they're a yarn, they're a yarn shop based in Bath. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, the yarn they had on that store was beautiful. Yes. I could have spent the bulk of the festival there. Yes. And I think I'll probably be ordering yarn from them Ooh. in the future. Their staff was so lovely. And they've got a fantastic range of yarns, including some Julie Asselin, which mm. is the yarn dye who's based in Montreal. Lovely. Or just outside of Montreal, so more Canadian yarn for me that's easily accessible and I don't have to worry about damaging the earth via shipping (laughs) potentially so yeah so for me I mostly went for yarns that I can't necessarily get hold of easily here in the UK Mm -hmm. and I also acquired a few other little goodies which I am going to add to our lovely pile of prizes for future giveaways and cows and things but I'm not going to tell you about those they're a secret for now it'll be a surprise so shh exciting (laughs) i'm getting a bit hyper again pip tell me all about your stash because i wasn't there for some of it okay so i'm gonna do this in bold Uh order from the top because i'm a ridiculous person (laughs) and organized so but quite conveniently none of it seems to be going starting at this shop another shop going back to the original shop yeah no i I don't think i did any of that i'm quite glad that you did that because that would mess with my sites of organizational things yeah chaos merchant that i am Anyway, carry on. Tell us what you got. So the first thing I did was mm-hmm. I stopped off with the wonderful Queen of Pearls. Yep. Because I've been missing her face. And I got myself some of her brand new Ombra Sport Weight. New base. Oh my goodness. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. So it's like an Ombra dye mm-hmm. and she's released a hat pattern for it. Very nice. And what fibre is it? It is Merino. Non-mused Merino. Yep. It's very nice. Very nice. Indeed. So it is like a purpley pink. Mm-hmm. I also, at a later date, did purchase some for my husband in an orange colorway because he'd mentioned that yeah. he was interested. So I got him a present. But well, I didn't get him much. Him. I didn't get him much because yeah. he still has most of his stash from last year left. <laughs> Although apparently he did yeah. spend most of yesterday on Ravelry looking at patterns. So he might <laughs> oh, be getting back learning. into a bit of a knitting phase. The next thing I bought was some Easy Knits. Yep. Because... I mean, it wouldn't be Edinburgh Yarn Festival for me without Easy Knits. Easy Knits was like the first luxury yarn I ever bought, ever. And we got to see the lovely James again. Yes, we did. James didn't even have to enable you at all this time. Nope, I was straight in there. Yeah, he pretty much turned around and you were there. (laughs) Yeah. I got some Deeply Wicked Plus in a cockatoo colourway, which is like just crazy colours, like yellow, green, purple, red, lovely. Mm -hmm. I also got some Twinkle, which is... Amazing sparkly 
It's a good base that he's not had that for yeah. a couple of years on the stand, so it's and it's a very back. autumnal mm-hmm. colorway. Oh, and we got to see his sweater from the Kirsty Allsop show that he was on at Christmas. Oh my goodness, guys, it's amazing! And it is so neon in the flesh. It's so amazing. But the detail on that color work. Oh, he was robbed. He was robbed. Then um, we stopped in at Blacker Yarns on the way to the podcast launch. Yes, we did. And I got some of their Swan 4 ply in the closest colours I could get to make mm-hmm. majuscule and minuscule from this thing of paper. And I'm very excited to cast those on. And that yarn is very soft. It's very soft. I got to hold it. True story. The next thing I did yep. was stop in and get some more of this thing of paper yarn. Mm-hmm. So it was from Baram U. And it's a Dovestone DK in a really, really deep kind of forest green. And it's for the Incunabula cardigan. That's uh, the cardi with the cables at the back. Yeah, with like the oh, diamond shapes. Lovely. And yeah. it's cropped and glorious and I love it. And the Dovestone DK is really nice. It's beautiful. If you guys haven't knit with it yet, get your hands on some from Baramu. The next skein I got, which was the mm-hmm. last skein on the, on the Thursday, yep. was some Olan yarn which is an irish hand dyer Ooh. and it's a dk and it's really nice and variegated and lovely mm-hmm. and smushy and nice so then on friday yep stopped in at stephen west's lovely stall mm-hmm. got a picture yep with my did. rusty ferret building blocks which and... he misinterpreted as nasty ferret which i thought <laughs> was hysterical but it's rusty ferret yep and he was very impressed i believe yes. with your building blocks yes he was and I picked up some undercover otter because I've basically been coveting her yarn for ages so I was like I'm just getting this now and it's just lovely so I've got the squirm sock I've got like mm-hmm. a, a browny green one and a purpley one and yep. they're all named after like horror movie like old B movie horror movies and sci-fi movies so I was basically like this is on my wavelength nice so I love it I also picked mm-hmm. up some rusty ferret Space Muffin. That is a good name. It's such a good name. Space Muffin. Space Muffin. Isn't it wonderful? I feel like it's a good nickname for someone. Yeah. Like, oh, you Space Muffin. But maybe you call a stoner that. You little Space Muffin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just call, I'll call Phil that when I get home. Just but oh, Space Muffin. I'll see what response I get to it. <laughs> I then stopped in with Mothy and the Squid. Mm-hmm. And I picked up one of her Merino Donegal uh, skeins yep. in the tortoiseshell colourway so it looks like uh-huh. a cat and it's adorable yeah. I also picked up some of her just Merino nylon in the anemone colourway which is like yellow and pink with a bit of orange mm-hmm. and it's like boom and amazing and colourful as all hell it is and that last thing I got mm-hmm. was last thing I got on the Friday uh-huh was Jill Draper Mohonk. Yep. Which I just have to say is like the hell most hilarious, yes. wonderful name ever, Mohonk. I just want to say it over and over. Is it a blend? I don't know, but it's really soft and I like it a lot. And that was on the Daughter of a Shepherd stand. It was, where I also picked up some farmer's hand cream, which is amazing. And like my skin is really, really, really mm. dry on my hands. Yeah. And this is the best moisturizer i've ever come across for them and like it smells amazing oh yeah it's the most amazing it's lavender beautiful. smell mm. Yum. 
And then on the Saturday, I did my last bit of shopping. Yep. I picked up some Ching Fiber, Super Soft Sock, and that's all like blacks and reds and speckles yeah. and loveliness. And I picked up three skeins from the Knitting Goddess. One black, uh, which is her BFL nylon base. Um, one black, one grey, and then one that's like kind of a bit candy kind of colour. Yeah, that's really cute. So that is that. I did yeah. pick up some project bags. I picked up some pins. I also, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was really funny because Stephen West had his had some resting stitch face pins. Oh, yeah. And I'd ne- I didn't know that like that was a thing. Oh, Rest- no, he's, he's resting knit face. Ah, his is resting. They're resting knit, knit face. face, but we're resting stitch face. Yeah, that's what we're about. <laughs> yeah, we're all about the resting stitch face. Yeah, those tote bags are super cool. Yeah. So yeah, that was my yeah. purchases. Um, yeah. It's been quite good. I think we've both gone for super color, like bright colors. Yeah. Or so we've gone for a mix. Last year, I was very kind of reserved, so it was very much all solids yeah. and all plan, and a lot of it was planned and all of it was breeds. Yeah. Whereas this year, I've gone, mm. I've got some stuff that I planned and then I was like colours yeah. variegated craziness because I feel like I know what I can do with variegated skeins yeah. a little bit better this year yeah. now no, for me I went for I went for a mix so mm-hmm. I got super super bright yarn from Ushitita mm-hmm. so one scheme that's like orange and pink and purple and then I went completely off Mm-hmm. off track for me and I got a brown skein yeah you were I, d- I don't do brown you were all about the kind of biscuity colours yeah and yeah I carried on my quest to find the perfect rose gold yarn yes you did I'm obsessed it's yes, unhealthy really unhealthy but yeah so I've got <laughs> I've got a growing collection of rose gold coloured yarns now mm-hmm. but I'm all set and well I say I'm all set I'm going to knit them all up and then see which is the most perfect yes and then probably find that that yarn has been discontinued or something at that point <laughs> probably but the quest continues the quest does continue yeah but i think we've done well in terms mm-hmm. of our stash like neither of us feel like we're overwhelmed or ashamed of our stash anymore i think spending last year and a bit of time the year before working with what we had and appreciating it and basically telling anyone who was like oh my god you have so much yarn or oh it's so nice that your partners like allow you to do that and have yarn and like telling them to get out get in the sea I think it's been really good for us and I think that's definitely come across with our buying this year and I mean before the night before we went to the festival I'd been reading A Stash of One's Own Mm -hmm. which is the super cool book by Clara Parks and it's got essays in from other people within the Yarny world Mm -hmm. there's one essay by um, Eugene Wyatt and he talks about the idea of um, buying yarn for yourself but also something to give away Mm mhm and that is a concept I'm super into, so I was quite happy to buy things for the podcast for you guys, mm-hmm. um, rather than focusing on myself, which I think was quite nice. Yeah. Like, you do get proper warm fuzzies mm-hmm. when you get something that's going to be a gift for someone or when you actually physically give it away. So. Yeah. Yep. I think I think we're getting there on the stash thing. I think so. Like, yeah. I just feel really empowered about my yeah. stash. No, that's really what I got away from is I'm just, like, really empowered about my stash. Yeah, and so. if anyone is making you guys feel like you should hide your stash, that you should be ashamed of it or whatever else, tell them to get in the sea. Yeah. Ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So, yeah. Yeah. That was Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's almost impossible to put it into words, really. Yeah. But so. I think all we can say is thank you so much to mm-hmm. Joe and Mika 
for organising what I think was perhaps the best Edinburgh Art Festival to date. And yes. every we've had a fantastic time at every single one, but mm-hmm. this was just magical, I think. Yeah, that's and exactly it. Everything was so perfect from the run up to the event with the information we were given and the organisation side of things to the layout of the marketplace. You know, everything was... Every little detail, they... You know, you can tell that this is their livelihood. This is something mm. they do every single day. And that they care about it And so they care much. so much. It is... It's wonderful. It is. So thank you to John Mika. Thank you to Louise Scully for hosting the Black Yarns Podcast Lounge. Yes. And obviously to the sponsors, lovely Black Yarns. And to all the other podcasters there. To everyone who came and said hello to us. Mm-hmm. We are so glad to have you in our lives. Yeah. And... You know, we can't wait to get to spend more time with you all in the future, whether mm-hmm. it's at meetups, at other festivals. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you oh. so much. Thank you. So to finish off this episode, mm-hmm. we have been plotting we with have. some of the other podcasters that we met at the podcast lounge. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be doing an exploration station, Cal. We are. There were some incredible exploration stations around Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And I think it just made me go, yeah, do you know what? That now is the time. Mm -hmm. I want to knit one. This is it. So the lovely Kirsty floated the idea Mm -hmm. of Granach Creations. Mm -hmm. I'm really bad at saying that. I'm really sorry. Granach Creations. Yep. And Rosie. Of Pixel Atlantis. Who you can also find on YouTube. Yes. And who also has a dye business. Yes. On Etsy. So starting the 1st of April, mm-hmm. we'll cast on our exploration stations. And it's going to run all the way through to the end of June. So the 30th of June. Yep. Keep an eye on each of our individual Ravelry groups for more information. And chat threads, finished objects threads and that sort of thing. Yep. Um, might even potentially have some prizes mm-hmm. on the horizon. And we should probably mention, if you're not aware, it is a pattern by the lovely Stephen West yes. of West Knits. It uses four skeins of yarn. Yep. And you're gonna, you'll probably have enough left over of those skeins yep. to pop them into a find your fade at the end. Exactly. Uh-huh. And the lot of versions I've seen have been like multiple colours. However, I met one of my friends at EYF on Saturday, my friend Lisa, mm-hmm. and she's knit a single colour. exploration station so it's this beautiful sort of browny green Mm colour and she just got little stripes of colour she's used Dye Ninja's Ninja Pops Uh and it is so cool it's beautiful I will put a sneaky wee link to her project page Mm -hmm. on our show notes for you guys so you can go check it out so if you're not quite into masses of blocks of colour and you know doing it crazy Stephen West style Mm-hmm. There is an option if you want to do it, you know, a more subdued kind of version. Yeah. But it is so effective looking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like Pip said, there are so many gorgeous exploration stations out there. So yes. Certainly go through the project pages for inspiration for your colours mm-hmm. as well. And you know what the great thing about exploration station mm-hmm. is that, you know, if you want to buy the yarn, you can mm-hmm. buy the yarn. Yeah. If you want to stash dive, you can stash dive because... Mm-hmm. It works really well with a crazy mix. Yes. Or you could even go, oh, I've got these three and buy one. So, you know, it's not a case of, oh, you can only knit it from stash or you have to buy the yarn. You can use whatever yarn you want. And I'm very excited. And I'm really, really struggling not to just cast it on right now. Yes. Have to (laughs) wait until April the 1st. (sighs) (laughs) 
It's fine. I'll police her, guys. I'll keep yeah. an eye on her. I'll be good. I will hold her accountable. <laughs> so, um, yeah, keep an eye out for the launch. Yeah. So, you've got plenty of time to prep. Mm-hmm. And go and check out yep. Kirsty and Rosie's podcasts. As well. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So, other things that we can end on to tell you about. Queen of Pearls, lovely Zoe, as we mentioned last episode, has moved shop. Mm-hmm. So she's no longer in Glasgow Salt Market. Where mm-hmm. is she now, Pip? She's at the Hive in Finiston. So she is hoping to be opening at the end of this month, March. Mm-hmm. So make sure you go along and visit her in her lovely new location. Yes. We're going to pop along and we might even try and sneak in a cheeky wee interview Maybe. at some point. Uh-huh. So I expect to perhaps hear an additional voice on the podcast as well as our own. Yes. And to reiterate, lovely Isla, Brit Yarn, closing her doors at the end of this month as well. Mm-hmm. So don't forget that you can get 20% off with the code This Is Not Goodbye. All caps, mm-hmm. one word. Yep. You have to be on the desktop version of the site, not the mobile version of yep. the site. There's still lots of lovely, lovely yarns Plenty left. Yarn left. And all we can say is thank you so much, Isla, for your years of wonderful trade. Yes. We've both ordered from you before, mm-hmm. and you've introduced us to some fantastic yarns. Yeah. And we wish you all the best with your future endeavours. Yes. We can't wait to see what you do next. Exciting. So that's it. Um. Yeah. We're we're all done. Edinburgh is over yeah. for another year. Another year. <laughs> <laughs> Just Sad. imagine what it's going to be like this time next year. Oh. I imagine it's going to be just as big, amazing, and fantastic. And I can't wait We already. cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, obviously, Joe, Mika, Louise, take, Louise. Yeah, take your well-earned rests. We hope that you guys are sitting with your feet up and a glass of wine or whatever else you like in hand and just chilling out. You yeah. more than earned it. And Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. So that's it, guys. We will be back next month mm-hmm. with the start of the Exploration Station, Cal. Yep. And we'll see you yeah. about on social media. Exactly. So thank you very much for listening, as usual. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Tipsy Knits podcast, whether you're a new or returning listener. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram as at Tipsy Knits. You can also find us on YouTube as an audio podcast under the name Tipsy Knits Podcast. The music is from the lovely Juke Deck, where you can generate your own music for podcasts. So for any aspiring or other podcasters out there, check out Juke Deck. Thanks for listening.